Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast and a short feature series, Remembering John Paul Jr., which focuses on the late race car driver's career in sports cars. Known as one of the most natural talents in the sport, Jr. became a champion in the International Motorsports Association's fearsome GTP class, won many of the biggest endurance races, and added a famous IndyCar victory to his growing reputation before his father's drug trafficking business ensnared the two in 1986. With his career halted during the 30 months he spent in prison, compounded by a refusal to testify against his father, John Paul Sr., the Indiana native returned to racing in 1989 and continued driving until the early 2000s. Altogether, the vast majority of Jr.'s exploits in racing came in sports cars, and I've assembled eight brief episodes with his friends, co-drivers, team owners, and an IMSA official to share their insights and appreciations for all that made John Paul Jr. such a beloved figure inside the sport. And in some of the interviews, our guests speak to the latter years of Junior's life, where he fought and ultimately succumbed to the neurological disorder Huntington's disease. Junior's close friend, author Sylvia Wilkinson, wrote a book titled 50-50 about his life and career before and after Huntington's impact. And while the book is sold in many places, you'd like to support his legacy, a purchase directly from Sylvia through the email address johnmortonracing@att.net. We'll send some of the proceeds to UCLA for ongoing research to combat the disease. So let's get going with the legend that is James Weaver. Fortunate to share cars with Junior throughout the 1990s at Dyson Racing. This episode brought to you by Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers, TorontoMotorsports.com. James, you spent many, many races with the delightful John Paul Jr. Uh, As a matter of fact... You were ranking number three in terms of teammates. He did 25 races with his father as a co-driver, 22 with Butch Leitzinger, and you are following right behind Butch, having shared a car with John Paul Jr. more than 20 times. Just curious what comes to mind to start about when the two of you met and first got to know one another. I obviously knew of JP because he, you know, because of his excellent reputation and, um, Rob Dyson invited him to drive for Dyson Racing Team. I think it must have been 1996. He may have even done a, the odd race in 95. The thing you remember most about JP is, is just what a, a decent, kind, uh, gentle person he was. I mean, fabulous behind the wheel, fabulous out of the car as well. What? happen in terms of success and memories james with the two of you working together in the wsc era with dyson and those beautiful rileys and such what do you recall from some of your early races with john paul jr obviously getting to know a new teammate is a uh, rather critical thing not only personality wise but driving style wise what do you recall from the two of you coming together Funnily enough, um, as regards driving style, uh, John Paul and Bush Leitzinger were incredibly similar. They were both very, very low maintenance, could get in the car, go blisteringly fast, didn't take anything out of the car. I mean, both of them were, were massive talent. So JP just slid, you know, he just fitted in, in beautifully. You know, he was also completely unflappable. I, I think it must have been... 96 at Mossport yes chasing me around and a, a big GT car went off in front of him 
got on the grass coming out of turn two, and as JP went past, nailed him amidships and just smashed him into the barrier. It was a huge accident. I went to see JP when I jumped out of the car, I went to see him in the medical centre, and he was as calm as you like. Rob Dyson walked in and said, I can see he's okay. And, and JP said, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And so Rob went, fine. Rob then went and spoke to Pat Smith, his crew chief, and said, Pat, can we get the car ready for the next race? Pat said, of course we can. And just this sort of aura of calm and everybody concerned for everybody else, right, we're sorted. That always sticks in my mind as sort of very typical the way Rob Dyson and Dyson Racing operated. Two of you obviously competed uh, within the same team, but in separate entries. At times you were together. Uh, there was the cast of thousands in the uh, 97 24 hours of Daytona <laughs> driving and such, where you achieved great success with a victory there. Another aspect, too, James, that stands out that I'd love if you could share. British drivers like yourself, most British drivers have a reputation of being fantastic in the rain just due to the environment you grew up in. This John Paul Jr. guy certainly uh, wasn't from the UK, but in sports car circles was revered. For the moment raindrops started to fall, he almost had that unfair advantage. Can you speak to that? Because it's part of his mythology. Well, it's a reputation that's well well deserved. Um, I, I think it was the Daytona finale in '96. Um, he handed Butch a one lap lead in in the rain that he built up in the rain. <laughs> um, Butch pointed out to me that I never extended him any courtesy like that. <laughs> and, you know, what had I been playing at? But uh, I, I remember watching JP at um, Daytona another year in the rain. I think he was in the the uh, Momo car. And he, I don't know, Daytona in the rain is slippery. I don't know where he found the grip or the lap time from. Absolutely mighty. But his driving style is very, very economical and smooth. Classic slow hands, a lot of speed into the corners. Yeah, certainly on a on a wet track, he was pretty much unbeatable. You know what might be interesting uh, to close with, James? Rob Dyson told me that just prior to John Paul Jr.'s passing, we're able to get on the phone and have a bit of a, uh, a Dyson Racing uh, reunion to say farewell. Said it was a very heavy phone call, but one that hopefully was well received by Junior. The thought that, despite this being a relatively small window, just a couple of years in uh, everyone's collective racing history, it's clear there was a massive bond established between yourself, Rob, Butch, uh, EFR, uh, and John Paul Jr. as well. I really thought there was something special about this uh, coming together. No, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, we were so lucky that, you know, quite often on a team, your your biggest enemy is your teammate because you've got to go faster than them. But at Dyson Racing, everybody fitted in, everybody worked together, we all helped each other. You know, I think that's a real credit to Rob. It's a fabulous team to drive for. But as regards speaking to JP just before he died, incredibly humbling. And, you know, typical JP, very gracious. You know, we we shared a few jokes together. His girlfriend, Darlene, was there and helped translate a bit because JP's voice was quite weak and my hearing was terrible. So we had a laugh about that. Yeah, and I was just talking to Bush, and one of the funny things I remember about JP, we were being at Texas World Speedway, and we went to see the film um, 
birdcage. And when we came out of the cinema, JP said, right, we should all hold hands, skip along and sing, what about them dolphins? Which we did. And I know it was silly, but it was just really funny. It wasn't the sort of thing you think JP would suggest, but it, um, yeah, that always sticks in my mind. Just speaks to a, a lovely, lovely brotherhood that was formed uh, and how also wonderful more than 20 years later, y'all came together to say farewell to a friend. So uh, fitting, fitting, fitting end. It wasn't. It, you know, I didn't realize JP was so sick. Um, Butch rang me and said, look, here's the number. You know, that was really, really thoughtful of him. Privileged to be able to speak to him. But what a brave man and a decent, nice man as well. Thanks once again for listening to Remembering John Paul Jr. Thanks as well to Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers, TorontoMotorsports.com for supporting all we do. This is your first time listening. You might pay a visit to MarshallPruittPodcast.com. We have more than 1,000 episodes awaiting your perusal, plus a lovely little subscribe page where you might follow along with all the new content we generate.